0: in the hello hello everybody welcome to better together when you know better you get better that's what we try to do here every day it is monday november 9th 2020 our quote of the day working hard for something we don't care about is called stress working hard for something we love is called passion and that's from simon sinek you're listening to some tunes brought
1: to you by Kelsey's sister. Not yet. She's getting there. Oh, shit. Sorry, okay, guys. I got all excited. excited. <laughs> um, Kev had a few notes. Wait, so... this is super
0: cute, though. I know it is I cute. like this
1: one. I know. I this we'll was see, hers. Erica, you have competition. <laughs>
0: Erica's competition. Damn. <laughs> well, guys, I like this music, finally. Yay! The music's been a tough thing for us it here is. on the show. Um, it's a really important way to start the show. Anyway, so... Um... <laughs> <laughs> It's just another Manic Monday. Um, yep. Happy Monday to our Heel Squad. Thank you guys, as always, for being here with us. Today is Monday, so it is our fun day chat show. We have a lot to catch up on between the election, our weeks in L.A. Jeff is now in the Midwest. Everyone's just traveling. Okay. Um, but uh, it's it's wild. We are back in studio. I am so happy to be back home in this home, mm-hmm. I just feel like so alive again. You know, <laughs> it was a rocky week in LA. Truly, we will uh, we will get into that in a second. But before we do, uh, it is Monday, so we do our partnership with Good News Movement. That's right. It is Good News Movement Monday. You ready for this? And unfortunately, we start off with some sad news. Um, obviously, the passing of Alex Trebek who has been um, a beloved game show host for so many years. And damn, it was really sad when he got diagnosed. And then I just saw him just powering through and working on that show no. day after day. And I it wasn't clear on when his last day was, but Jeff, you let me know. It's the, It was October 29th. I mean, he really worked right up until the last second because clearly it was his passion, just like yeah. the quote said. Um, so let's uh, let's have Jeff take it away from here. Hold on, Jeff, please.
2: Oh. Good news
0: Monday. <laughs> there we go. Yes. Well,
2: I'm glad, Maria, you brought up the fact that, of course, it is sad news. But the good news that accompanies this sad news is that I feel like there are very few people in this business who are as beloved as Alex Trebek. Mm-hmm. I mean, can we think of, I think Vanna White and Pat Sajak are sort of in the same category mm-hmm. of, like, how can we not love them? Regis. They're just, mm-hmm. Yeah. He was
0: another They're, Betty White. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: Yep. I know. We got Consummate professionals, just beloved at all times. And because of that, there's been this beautiful outpouring of, um, beautiful outpouring of love from the, and everyone who loves, sorry, my mic just got kind of hot. I'm just adjusting it right now. There we go. Um, just this beautiful outpouring of fans from people who have loved him for such a long time. And there's two clips in particular. Of course, one comes from Good News Movement. Um, a, uh, contestant named Drew Guar, who is, uh, Posting his final Jeopardy answer. I don't know if you guys know how Jeopardy works, but you post your, you write in your final Jeopardy answer. And let's take a look at this clip to see what he wrote as his answer. Okay. So there's the end Did of it. Did you again. come up with the right one? No. Start right what here.
1: What is we love you, Alex? That's very kind. <laughs> Thank you. Cost you 1995. You're left with five bucks. Okay. Did so you come as you up can with the
0: right... see, his question, he used his question to say, "We love you, Alex." Mm-hmm. We will edit that for our podcast listeners they don't yes. have to hear all of that, but mm-hmm. uh, you guys on YouTube get the raw. So we're just readjusting back into studio
1: life here. Well, well I do have to say, to support myself just a little bit, the <laughs> clip was five <laughs> seconds long, so it was kind of hard to get the gist of it. So we need to figure out what our solution is for
0: those shorter um, clips. I think like we do longer a, clips. No, but we must have some pad we can add to the top of those. mm I so think that's a better Some solution.
1: Okay. I like the pad.
0: Jeff, make a note. Okay. I will, so, yes. Jeff, carry it's on. It's a
2: beautiful, beautiful clip, though. And, you know, I there's a second one that we can briefly play. Maria, I thought of you for this one because a recent immigrant contestant, um, just as, you know, after Alex's uh, diagnosis, shared his story of what Alex Trebek means to him. And mm-hmm. I just, I thought of you specifically mm-hmm. because of your connection to Vanna White. So Kelsey's just quickly played. Before play this you clip, play that I one, one,
0: I wanna mention that in that last one he got really emotional and he couldn't oh, kind yeah. of like he would barely hold it together. But what's interesting about Alex is, and you'll see even in the next clip, he never wants to make it about him. He just kind of rolls back on and is like, okay, next. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's hard as a host to not make it about you. Um, especially when you're going through something so challenging like he is. And he just, he was so eloquent about that. Um, I think it's pretty cool. So let's play that
1: one. Okay. The past year and a half, because of well-known circumstances, received a great deal of mail from our viewers.
0: And almost invariably, the writer starts off by saying, I'm a big fan of
1: the show, have been since I was a kid when I was watching with my grandparents. Same situation, right? Uh, Yes, absolutely. I'm an immigrant. And like a lot
2: of immigrants, we have a hard time learning English. And so growing up, uh, <clears throat> my, uh, my grandfather would sit me on his lap and we'd watch you. And uh,
1: I credit you for my perfect diction. So thank you. Well, that's great. See, my grandfather, I had a similar situation with my grandfather.
0: I would sit on his lap and he would teach me to swear. <laughs> you, you get to make the next selection. Go ahead.
2: I just, uh, it's, it's hard. I feel like as a host, Maria and someone who I respect a ton as a host and obviously as a teammate as well, I just felt like we had to mention Alex. Mm. I, you know, the longest running game show host in history. And like you said, just was so elegant about making things about other people, but still driving. It's such a hard job as a host and he just did it with such class and for, to do it up until the week and a half before Mm -hmm. he said goodbye. It's unbelievable.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. I, I understand the connection with the immigrant thing. It's funny because when, my, when I first started doing interviews, when I worked at Entertainment Tonight, I would meet soap stars, and that's who taught my mom how to speak English, and You know, along with me when I would come home from school, but really it was soap opera. So when I met Victor Newman from Young and the Restless, that was his character name, I have no idea. When you're on the go 24-7 like me, guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. (laughs) And that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me. From working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials, it's been my go-to for so many years. And having everything in one place is such a time saver for me it's time to make your life a little easier, and to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there: this little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're gonna love it. What his real name is. I was like, you're, you, you don't understand. You, you taught my mom how to speak English, and he kind of looked at me. Yeah, I don't know if he really cared that much, but um, yeah, no, he, he was very really, really nice about it. But um, that's how my mom learned. We didn't watch Jeopardy, though. Uh, I was a Vanna White and, you know, Wheel of Fortune girl. Mm. Jeopardy was too hard.
1: Jeopardy was, Jeopardy was hard.
0: Jeopardy was for the intellectuals, I feel like. but uh, But what was interesting about that first clip is that guy literally cashed all his money in he bet all of his money just to say that mm-hmm. wonderful, um, you know, love message to to him. It was really sweet. So anyhow, if you guys uh, know anything about us, you know that we are also passionate about what we do here. Um, like that quote said, working hard for something we don't care about is called stress. Working for, hard for something we love is called passion. And the three of us, alongside our amazing team of interns and Kevin and Mm -hmm. Paria and um, Brett and everybody who works with us, everyone is super passionate about what we're doing here. So thank you guys for being on this journey with us. Thank you for sharing this with your friends and family and socialing it out. It really means a lot to us because we work really, really hard. It was funny. Kevin was telling me the other day, he's like, Maria, I don't think you get it. Like you pay to do this. And I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I actually when you add up salaries and stuff there's a lot of money mm-hmm. <laughs> so you forget or I forget that this costs a lot to do and um and so we're really betting that we can build something amazing here with you guys we want to be that next kind of good morning America for the next generation where you know we're sharing our lives but we're also sharing incredible information that's life-changing and Um, helping us all on this journey called life so we can do it all better together so if you can support us in any number of ways whether it's becoming a patreon member we really like to um make that heal squad really amazing and exclusive. We offer extra shows there. We are doing healing workshops. We have one with Patty Penn. That's right. When is Patty Penn? Wednesday. On Wednesday. So Patty Penn, the renowned uh, Reiki healer, is going to be doing a workshop with us. Do you mm-hmm. want to tell them a
1: little bit about what she's doing? Sure. So she's gonna be doing We're she's calling it, we're just going to go there. So we're getting centered. We're doing a little meditation, and we're doing tapping. So everyone has already RSVP'd Uh because there was some homework, but it's going to be really exciting. I'm really, really excited about it.
0: Yeah, Patty's very serious, so she gives homework. And so if you've never done tapping before, what a great way to get in and do tapping for a small nominal amount. Um, So I
2: think our our lowest
0: membership that gets you in is like
2: $10, Mm -hmm. Jeff. Yeah, it starts at the $10 tier. And to be clear, even if you are a $10 patron and weren't able to RSVP for this event Wednesday, you get the full thing in your feed on Saturdays. So, you know, the privilege is getting to join the workshops if you can, but you get access to those recordings, which is close to being there. So... You know, if you missed the patty RSVP, don't worry. You're getting the full episode and exercise in your feeds this Saturday. I can't even tell you how unbelievable these are. And when you join at the $10 tier, you get the bonus episodes. So, you know, I think it's 80 Patreon episodes we produced. It's unbelievable the extra Mm -hmm. bonus content you're getting. So you get that whole archive. It's just such a no brainer.
0: Um, I also want to shout out for YouTube subscribers if you guys haven't subscribed already it's great because you get the little notifications uh to let you know that something is coming up we are dropping our episodes first thing in the morning now so that you guys can get them uh earlier aside from our chat shows obviously that are totally live and um i think that's everything right we have a new newsletter that's coming out that's right. with my favorite beauty products. This one's a
1: long time coming, you guys. We worked out some fun kinks. It's going to be it's gonna be a really good one.
0: Yeah. And we're going to start with that, but then we're going to go to skin mm-hmm. and hair and body products and stuff like that. So everything that I'm using will be in those newsletters. So if you haven't gone to mariamenunos.com... Plug your email in. We will not flood your inbox with things you don't want. We will be adding value to your life 100%. I'm a stickler for that. So join us. And uh, and that is coming up this week. We will be getting That's that out. Right. We are excited. In the meantime, we have a new president, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> I like that transition. <laughs> we got a new oh. president of the US of A. It is Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, which. Uh, was a wild ride for everybody last week. I think we were all kind of preparing for the worst. Yeah. But like it didn't feel like what we were worried about happened. I mean, yeah. it was it was peaceful, you know, celebrations in the streets. Truly. Which when if you live in LA, when we got there, I'm watching, you know, plywood being marched down the streets. Yep. To board up windows because everyone was afraid of the fallout from the election. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, luckily, that did not happen. I think that there were some teeny, teeny moments before the actual announcement of Joe Biden and Kamala Harris winning. But, oh, really? yeah, I think downtown, like the day of the election mm. and the day after, there was a little madness and chaos. Mm. But, um, But mostly celebration.
1: Yeah, and we—it was kind of wild, Jeff. When we were flying, everyone was texting me from back home, just like pictures of people in the streets, like West Hollywood. We were flying to
0: LA. Be clear, I don't know what.
1: So we were when we were flying home. It was announced when we were flying home to LA. When we were flying to Connecticut. Oh, see, I'm confused. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. (laughs) When they were announced, when it was announced, we were flying back to Connecticut, and people were texting me pictures of like everyone flooding the streets in west hollywood it was it was crazy now no. like craziness and i was sobbing the entire plane ride watching this one hasn't speak. stopped crying oh she my god cried on so, the plane she I cried so happy. i found
0: her jeff we get to the house here in connecticut okay the other night and it was like midnight when we got home by the time we drove from the airport and whatever and i don't know where this story's going and <laughs> i'm Feverishly unpacking all of my stuff so that I can be set up for the next day to like hit the ground running. Nothing slowing oh. me down. Nothing holding me back. I go, Kels. I hear, I hear her down the hallway in her room, and she, I walk over. Doors open. She's in her robe on her laptop. Like tears have been like just wiped freshly off her face, and she's like, I go, you didn't unpack yet, and she's like, No, I've just been crying watching the news again. I'm like, Oh <laughs> Lord.
1: I was really happy. (laughs) A lot of tears of joy. I was like,
0: "Okay, let's move on. We get shit to do." So many good (laughs) videos,
2: though. It's so weird for me. I I know it's done and I know it's declared, but since about twenty twenty, nothing feels real ever. So like the election happened, I guess, and like the (laughs) results are declared. But and I don't know. It's hard for me to feel like anything this year is definitive or real. So I'm kind of just like, OK, that's what everyone's saying. So here we go.
1: That was partial, like, part of my tears, too. Because I was like, I hope this is real. <laughs> I know. I, Truly. I definitely don't think it's over in
0: a
2: weird
1: way.
0: I, I don't know. I don't know. It is. But but I don't know. We'll see.
2: For exactly. now, Exactly. I just, 2020 in general, it's... It's hard to, just getting on board with everything you're hearing. It's a different way of living and just, I'm trying to articulate this, but there's just such a, a level of sur, like it's everything is surreal. Mm-hmm. So I feel like once things settle and the transition happens, I'll believe it, but I'm just kind of hearing the news and rolling with it right now because I feel <laughs> like that's all we can do.
0: I can't. <laughs> I mean, it's, um, it's, definitely the craziest year we were in bed sleeping waking up Sunday morning after just arriving in Connecticut at midnight the night before and I had set my alarm because Kelsey and I were gonna walk now I hadn't slept all night and I set the alarm for nine I text her to tell her I think I need 30 more minutes I put the phone down and within probably a minute or two I felt like a giant had my house in his hands I went Roar! for like six or seven seconds we had an earthquake in Connecticut <laughs> like if that doesn't tell you 2020 is like just continuing to smash us in the face with shit Truly. I don't know because they said retrograde ended on election night mm-hmm. which was interesting mm-hmm. and so so that's good <laughs> we don't have that looming over but the fa- I called my dad today from outside. I was sitting outside. It's gorgeous here, by the way. 75 degrees, beautiful. And in LA, my dad's in a sweatshirt. He's freezing. So I think that's hilarious as well. And I was like, dad, I know you were telling me that you want me to sell our property in LA because you're scared of the big one, the big earthquake. And it's coming now. He's convinced it's coming officially now. Oh my gosh. And I said, but I'm here in Connecticut. And God took your house and went, Rah! And he goes, oh, Maria is nothing. I go, four point two is not nothing, and and that was far away, like in Massachusetts. And I felt it. This one, she slept. I was right going to say,
1: I'm with your dad. It was nothing. I
0: slept through it. <laughs> I could be getting murdered in the room down the hall, screaming at the top of my lungs, Jeff, and she's never going to hear me. And by the way, up until now, she was hiding behind her. My app is really loud. I was okay. like, Kelsey, did you not hear Rude. me screaming? Did you not hear me? Whatever, whatever was happening, did you not hear the man yeah, yeah, yeah. honking his horn outside our windows? Nothing. No. no, no, no. It's my it's my meditation music or whatever you have. I have a small uh, travel
1: noise machine. Yeah, it's her noise machine. My
0: life. And so she kept <laughs> hiding behind the noise machine. And I was like, okay, okay. And then when the earthquake happened and she didn't feel it after we were texting, yeah, yeah. so she should have felt it technically actually no you didn't respond to uh-uh. me yeah okay. I was
1: that was definitely dead asleep <laughs> yeah she yeah she
0: definitely doesn't hear anything well, she is the funny. heaviest sleeper I now officially can can dub her which is so sleeper. funny and
1: slight plug for our um, expert who's coming on tomorrow I used to be the lightest sleeper like I would not sleep I'd wake up to everything in combination of Elisa Vitti and Dr. Lippman they have me on these pills I take at night that supplement yeah, 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 yeah supplemental yeah that girl put me out. So yeah, now I'm a heavy sleeper, I guess. That's great. That's she's a reluctant,
0: a reluctant heavy sleeper, but now she's embracing now it. Now I'm
1: embracing it. Yeah. So
0: friggin' funny. <laughs> but yeah, that's twenty twenty for you. But guys, it's almost over. The holidays are upon us. Yes. Jeff is now in the Midwest. We are yes. officially on the East Coast. Um, I have to ask, how is the Midwest treating you, Jeff?
2: Maria, thanks for asking. I, once <laughs> once I give my spiel, I want the return because yeah. I have to hear how LA was. But I have to be honest; it has been a dream. It is <laughs> so nice <laughs> to be here. Um, my father in law, who is uh had some acclaim on Kevin's Holiday podcast that I co host, because That's he's right. just. The- all
0: right, friends. Let's talk about something we all do: snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past. But as you know, I am focused.
2: he has all the decorations up. Him and his wife, Nancy, have Thanksgiving decorations up. And, you know, there's something about during the turbulence of what's happening everywhere mm-hmm. to just come home and like I have dinners and like the fireplace is going. I golfed wow. on Saturday. Oh, my um, Lord. It's great. You're I'm like living happy. life. True. Say that again. You're living life. I'm living life. It's It's interesting. I feel like people give themselves a little more permission here mm. to be able to kind of do both and... This so, office setup is great.
0: Question for you. You couldn't golf in LA? I could, but it's a little
2: tougher, right? The courses Why? are a little further. Um, trying to find good courses is hard. And you know, my it's funny, this year- Finding a lot of good my courses
0: just, in LA? Someone's going to be well, like, what? And I don't know anything about golf, but-
2: Well, you can go south or north or in the valley, but in WeHo, Mm -hmm. where I am, everything's at least 30, 40 minutes away, whereas, Mm -hmm. you know, there's a golf course right down the road here, and a Mm -hmm. lot of my friends are moving. You know, a lot of people are moving out of cities now, and so all my golfing buddies left. Interesting. um,
0: It's funny, because I I told Steven, Steven and I, Steven, who also is part of our team on the show, and I forgot to mention him earlier, uh, I was texting Steve, and I go, yeah, remember when I said you're never coming back, and I would joke, I really believed it in my heart that you weren't coming back? No. Uh, cause he's in North Carolina and I was like, yeah, kind of feel like Jeff and Laura are going to really be on that fence of coming back or not. I'll cry Jeff. I feel come like back. <laughs> the only reason she, you guys will come back is cause she has to for Kimmel cause yeah. she works for Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah. But that's going to be the only reason that you two come back.
2: I know it's I, well, Who knows? I mean, everything is changing. Like yeah. it. We think she has to come back, and probably. But at the same time, like she's doing her job fine. So am I. And yeah. I would be sad not to see you all in person often. I love seeing you guys mm-hmm. in person. But Zoom gets you pretty close. And I think there's a way in which we could have quarterly meetings or take fun weekend retreats. Yeah. And it, it I don't was, know. It's, it's different. I
1: have to say, though, Jeff, to that point, it was very nice the 48 hours or less that Jeff and I got to see each other and actually work together in the same mm-hmm. space. It was like, wow, I forgot how different and cool this energy is to actually work with somebody yeah and it's like you and i work together which is i don't know how i would do it without anybody like it's just such a different energy so that was really cool it was like we came in and then he left but yeah it's it's uh
0: it's interesting i think everything is changing yeah um so we'll see who knows what's gonna happen i mean I mean, Maria, enjoy I it have to while hear, you can.
2: You went to LA. Do you want to go back? I mean,
0: okay. So I have extenuating circumstances. Okay. So the reason we stayed here as long as we did is because Kevin and my dad were tearing up the house and renovating so that my mom could be wheelchair accessible and things could be easier for her as we're taking care of her. And we had to make, you know, a lot of adjustments. And so my house is a big construction zone. And uh they know me well and they know that, you know, they're kind of survivors and I'm still having to do all of this. It's like, it's just too much for me. So anyway, they, uh it was funny. So after three and a half months of being away, I get home and Kevin's like, yeah, because he always... <laughs> Kevin calls me his bitch. (laughs) Anyway, he's like, he always gets excited to take me for rides in his pickup trucks. He's like, I got my bitch. I got my truck. And so he's like, now I got my crib. His crib is our (laughs) screening room that has a bed in it. And so I was to sleep in his crib. And so I I went to the crib and as soon as I kind of saw the house, I realized, oh shit, I don't have access to my stuff thank God I packed a few things I have to live out of the suitcase now for the week and so get off the plane I showered instantly head to toe cleaned up so that I could go see my parents you know masked up of course but when we got back to the crib crib. (laughs) I couldn't sleep you guys so first of all it's not like a real bed it's You know like a a seating kind of thing and my legs are too long his legs are definitely too long for it so they're kind of hanging over and i have this thing with appendages hanging over beds i'm afraid that the the clown from it is going to grab them (laughs) i still have this fear after watching it that i'm going to get attacked so i don't like to have things hanging over that's a whole different story (laughs) winnie and willie missed me so much that they actually slept on my body now That's adorable for the first like half hour. But when you need to move and I'm a mover in bed, I got to like switch and flip and whatever, very challenging. So Kevin and I went from cuddling and dogs on top to me going over to the other side where the other bed is. So now I had to leave my husband after three and a half months of not being with him, go to the other bed. And now I can't breathe because there's no real circulation in that room, right? It's like a side room thing. So I can't breathe. Now I got to go find my inhaler and all those suitcases. And I'm suffering, okay? It was awful. So the next morning, I mean, I was up from the whole night. I didn't sleep. And I was like, yeah, honey, I think I need to move to the other house. So we had another property we renovated to to sell. And my parents are living there during the renovation so that everybody's got good living conditions. And so I went over to the other house <laughs> And Kevin had set up a bed in there and I had my own crib. And so so then Kevin and I realized that we were just going to have to be each other's booty calls, which is a lot of TMI guys. Sorry, but we became each other's booty calls. Now, after 22 years, I think it is, of being together, I have to say it was actually really fun for our relationship. So... I would be his booty call, then he would drive me home. <laughs> so <funny. laughs> and then like we went to dinner one night. And then um I think it was Halloween night, we went to dinner and he drove me home, I'm like, you wanna come in? So he comes in. It was really friggin' funny. One night I brought Winnie home with me and Winnie and I cuddled and that was special. But it was really just such a challenging week of spending as much time with my mom as I could. From a distance, masked with air circulation, the whole scam. I mean, I got COVID tested when I, you know, got there too, so I was negative. But um, and then that, you know, just it was such an awkward thing because I want to be with her, but I'm like so scared that yeah. something could be manifesting afterwards. So then you have that all that anxiety, and um, and then at the same time trying to get all your doctor appointments in. Right. So every November is when I do all my doctor appointments. And I try to keep it consistent this way. I don't forget. Mm-hmm. I highly recommend that plan for you guys. Like get your you know physicals, get your annual OBGYN appointment, get everything done in one month so it's not sprinkled and you That's don't remember, smart. right? Now, I couldn't get my mammo in time. So I didn't get that done. And I screwed up the time zones for my physical. So my doctor got me in, but we didn't even get to really do the physical because I had screwed up the time zones. So that was stupid. Um, but I did get blood work. I pushed him and I said, please make sure, let's just get blood work. He's like, done, no problem. And thankfully, I did because uh, some stuff was not good. So PS, I mean, these are like things that I've been dealing with forever. My um, A1C levels, my blood sugar levels, uh, my dad's type 1 diabetic, my brother's type 2 that I think turned type 1 officially now. Mine are always on the higher side, right? So like I can go from 5.7 to 5.8, which means technically you're pre-diabetic. Mm-hmm. So now I got to a six. And I was like, oh, shit.
1: No more <laughs> apple six, cider dose. 6.4, you're
0: officially diabetic. <laughs> Ooh. Wow. So bitch got to clean up her diet. That's and right. so I was going back and forth with my doctor today. And he goes, something changed in your diet that you need to remove. And I was like, do you think it was the apple cider donuts, perhaps? <laughs> He's like, no. I think I had a lot of fun with the apple cider donuts. I think I had a lot of fun with the chips and salsa. Yeah. I think I had a lot of fun with um, various things. I think
1: it was mainly the apple cider donuts. It couldn't just be that. <laughs> but I did no, have I a couple
0: Dunkin' Donuts along the
1: way. and Well, when we <clears> first <throat> got here, we were going to... Dunkin' pretty regularly, and so... <laughs> I just... I went too th-
0: far. But the almond... I, I gonna- love my Dunkin'
1: Donuts, guys. I'm <laughs> yeah, not going to crap of my Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> I love I, my Dunkins. <laughs> so what I was going to say was the um, almond milk they use is not unsweetened. Mm. So we were having our lattes with them, yeah. and that's pretty no, I think the sugary. other thing that
0: tipped me over, really, was when I got home to L.A., I was getting my lattes, like, every day, and then I was getting bagels with cream cheese from Western Mm -hmm. Bagel Mm because I die for their bagels. They're freshly made every day Mm -hmm. with cream cheese toasted. I don't eat bagels guys. Like I just don't. So I I made a number of poor choices (laughs) or or a number of choices that accumulated to this. So now I know to get that fixed. This is why getting your physical is so important Mm -hmm. every year Mm -hmm. because you just don't know what's going on under the hood unless you go check. So I had that. Then he texted me and told me I'm anemic again. Yeah. Which I'm anemic all the time because that runs in my family. But today he told me I had this other thing that was positive, <clears throat> which is called intrinsic factor antibody. Mm-hmm. So apparently um, my um, it's a B12 deficiency. to do anything else it is incredible i love it frizz free up your schedule with Way. go to the T H E O U A I dot com and enter the promo code Heel squad for 15 percent off any product that's the way t-h-e-o-u-a-i.com promo code heal squad trust me you won't regret it thing it's like a protein or something so before i left to get my dad to get his b12 shot that he needed i said i had to get one and then my doctor ordered it i was joking but at the same time it you I needed one. it without knowing. That's funny. So he took my dad. We got B12 injections. I was documenting it on my Insta story. So you might've seen it. And then we got like the glutathione um, and this whole like immunity shot as well. And the best was my dad was trying to be all tough because hmm. I did the, um, they will freeze you with the cryo wand Ooh. before they inject you in the butt. And I always do it because it's like, why not? Why do I want this thing to hurt? And B12s, are they sting when they go in. Yeah. So um, my dad was like trying to be all macho. I don't need it. Uh. We leave and he goes, Marty, I can't sit down. It hurts. And he was complaining and crying. He called me. No. And my dad never complains and never cries about pain. Physically called me because
1: he was nervous. It hurts so much. No way. I was like, dad, you had to be macho, man. Oh my gosh. We. <laughs> I remember the only experience I've had with B12 shots when I worked on a set when I was a PA Everyone was getting sick, and they had a doctor come in and took people one by one into the bathroom. And I was like, this is so weird. Yeah.
0: But are you going to be my injector? Because he's going to give me um, a prescription. And I was like, I don't know if Kevin can do it. I mean, I guess. Oh, I can do it. If I can do it somewhere else other than my butt, then I could do it myself, because I did IVF injections. Yeah. You know, the key to injecting yourself is you have to ice it. Yeah. So if you ice the area, if you're doing IVF, this is my trick. If you're doing IVF, you ice the area. This it would be down here, by the way. I'm just doing it here for, for the sake. And then you squeeze the area that you're gonna like inject. Boom. And then you're wow. Yeah. Huh.
2: No well, better, get better. I love that. Mm-hmm. I just got shot. I had my physical maybe a month ago before I came back, and um, I had to get a couple new vaccines. I think my tetanus was up and there's the mm-hmm. whooping cough one and honestly this is why i need to keep a medical journal like we teach on the Mm -hmm. show because i couldn't remember if i was due for it but they were like just get it insurance will cover it anyway um but you know you get sore yeah but like wait which injection did you get not knowing if you needed it i think it was the whooping cough one jeff you don't
0: want to inject yourself with shit you don't need (laughs) i asked they couldn't look at your (laughs) records and find out
2: well, this is the problem, Maria. Is I was like in my early twenties when I maybe got it, and like back then, I wasn't the most organized.
0: Jeff, is whooping cough even a thing? I've never heard
2: I any know. doctor suggest a whooping cough uh, injection. It's tied into the rubella one, two. Well, I, think. I don't get any of these things. What are you talking about? If your doctors ever asked <laughs> I you to been get to these, the doctor
1: in a minute, so
2: oh.
1: <laughs> I'm a bad well, example. I'll see i know it's hard uh, to find a good doctor in LA you it's young into, people steph Sabra no, had the oh, same DTAP. thing i was like it's what d
0: tap or tdap one jeff i've never heard of anything <laughs> <Me neither>. either
2: <laughs> maybe i got duped but insurance covered it anyway so. yeah let's just just pop
0: that shit in no big deal <laughs> so
2: funny. well it's i'll be curious to hear what you guys think i'm so whatever like put whatever in my body which isn't the best philosophy based on what we learn oh. on this show but I would take a COVID no. vaccine like tomorrow. Nope. If I knew it came out, no. I would totally take Not it. Not a no. chance. I gotta wait. I Me gotta too. wait and see. Yep. Jeff, yeah. you everybody can be the grows pick. third arms and yeah. no. <laughs> no, no. But um, either way, you get sore. So I love that suggestion, Maria. That's a, I'm going to yeah. put that in my toolbox. Yeah. You, Missy,
0: need to get your physical. I know. I've told you I have great
1: doctors. I can connect you. Here's you the thing, can... though my insurance isn't good we'll figure it out we'll figure it out here this is this is the dilemma of a young of a young kid this goes through my brain okay kelsey you have to pay how much for cover california insurance dang that's a lot okay let's pay it and still you pay so much for the bottom tier so then i go to those doctors and it's janky and it's scary in there and i'm like Ugh. but cuz i don't want to go to a nice one that I have to pay a zillion bucks
0: yeah but see this is where you guys Puzzle me because you'll buy two hundred dollars jeans, right? But you won't invest <laughs> in your healthcare, yeah, and you'll spend tons valid. of money on your products and all this I'll, stuff. I'll
1: go when I'm hurting, which is no. a horrible.
0: <laughs> horrible.
1: <laughs> I know. Like even
0: like when you had to invest in your gut, you know yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. I was like, this is your life. Yeah. This is where your money needs to go. The rest Ain't gets figured out.
1: That's true. You know, what I did saying? find a doctor I do like um, in Santa Monica, so I will. I was. I actually tried to get in with her last week and it didn't work. So Okay. So I did try. I but she was I mean, the almost four years I lived there, I just found her recently. Because I know I agree it's with hard that.
0: to find doctors because I had a really challenging time and yeah. I didn't do it for a long time either. Yeah. But I didn't have me to yell at me all the time. No, so I'm I mean, yelling at you too. I like it. Because you have to. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I had to learn the hard way. Yep. And so I had just found Doctor Aronin at UCLA that day I got my tumor situation so wow. I went no to him way. for the first time did a physical it was my first time I took off work at E and I went and because I was there and I didn't have to rush in and out like everything I ever did I was like I can only have 10 minutes I'll come in yep. and out whatever yep. um we had time and he sat with me he was mm-hmm. patient and he asked me a million questions so we got to that moment where I said well yeah I'm having headaches and oh, wow I've actually been slurring my speech and oh, yeah oh yeah this I've been dizzy yeah I'm lightheaded oh shit I think I have a brain tumor like my mom that moment never would have happened if Mm. I didn't go and get a physical now the reason I went was because I had pain in my ear so I thought I had an ear infection
1: which is so crazy and
0: so I forced myself to go because if you have an infection like you got to deal with it right Mm -hmm. but the rest of us for the most part we just shush our bodies when our bodies are screaming we're like bitch I don't get time yeah hurry up You got to get back to the next thing and the next thing. So, to avoid having to get to that place, you get your annual physical, you get your blood checked, and you should look at your blood results and compare them online to look and see if you're, because sometimes a doctor be like, ah, you're fine. Mm Because in his or her mind, you're fine. But if you're on the high end of normal, and I know normal is also like, you know, this thing that is also just not normal but if you're not in normal range or if you're at the top of normal then you can start to make decisions like when i would see yeah. myself peeking into pre-diabetes i knew i sure. oh, should, i gotta cool it a little yeah but a doctor isn't going to tell you sometimes until you are in the moment mm-hmm. and now it's too late and habits are hard to break so you need to get your annual exams i highly recommend that you do them in one month where that's your month every month, you get your dentist cleaning, which you do that twice a year technically, but you
1: do your dentist cleaning, you do your everything. Here's my other out. question for you, Maria, because <clears throat> you're the you're my solution gal. Mm-hmm. Doctors are typically open Monday through Friday mm-hmm. and interfere with everything work wise. Mm-hmm. So that's that was always my other issue. I was like, I can't take a day off. Like I yeah. can't go, you yeah. know. It's
0: crazy to think that you could actually take a day off and take care of your health. I, know. I don't know because if something was to happen to you and then you no, were no, sick no. and you were out for a making fun That of me, would really
1: suck. I know you're making fun of me. But I'm I'm serious. Like for the for people who like that stresses them out and they have bosses who you don't think I mean with you it's completely different, but previous jobs yeah. No way.
0: Yeah, I know because I was there. Yeah. And my advice is that you need to put yourself first. Yeah. And uh, and your bosses will have to abide
1: mm-hmm.
0: by that. And by the way, they will they they will make adjustments and they will make um you know, they'll make the time for you. Yeah. Like you try to do it in a way where it's like maybe it's like you know i have to go to the doctor you know first thing i took the first appointment i can come in later right or i took the last appointment right. that they had so i just have to leave a little mm-hmm. early you can do mm-hmm. things like that mm-hmm. but at the end of the day you know or you compile all of your appointments into one day and you just say hey listen Need i know day. it's inconvenient because a lot of people really like you were an assistant mm-hmm. and we survive and die by you like that's it so if you just said to someone like me hey listen This is how I handle my health appointments. To make it easy on you and me, I knock them off in one day. So I'm going to be off Friday, October 15th, and I'm going to get all of my doctor appointments for the year in. Hopefully everything's good and I won't need any follow-ups, but this is how I'm handling it. Then somebody knows, wow, this person's trying to be efficient. I really respect that they're taking care of their health and they're making it easy on me. And I don't have to stress that I've lost somebody,
2: you know, eight times throughout the year.
0: That's your Mm -hmm. best bet
1: love that
2: too kel's (laughs) like if you can send the email and put your protocol in place of Mm -hmm. i'm gonna be out this monday morning but i made sure that this was covered this is handled in advance so it's like you won't even miss me whenever you can send those emails if you have to raise a concern anything you can do to pre-prevent that from becoming more of a concern is great to include in that message because then what can they say they can say all right go you know yeah try not to do a week before unless it's something you couldn't (laughs) control right right. but it's like
0: it's being thought out and it's it's letting them know that you know you've you've put some things in place like I'll make Mm -hmm. sure that you know the person who's covering for me is up to speed before I go for sure blah 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 yeah but we all have been under that mentality of like I can't I can't I can't you know I knew I couldn't take off because I worked for a tyrant and and it was a really bad bad thing that by the time I wanted was you know considering it I got sick and then I couldn't go yeah and, and I lost it's her not worth it and I look back and it's one of my greatest regrets because work can become so all consuming that you put yourself and other priorities last so if it's somebody you care about and, and they're in a situation, you do have to drop everything mm-hmm. and not be afraid. Mm-hmm. But again, it's how you do it too, mm-hmm. right? Um, and your health, it's, it's about being smart, how you're going to handle it, right? Knock them off. I did that while I was home as many appointments as I could squeeze in a one day I got them all done in one day
1: yeah and I guess I did that too but I did that because you had been telling had been talking about it so it like kind of sparked in me mm-hmm. I was like "Ooh, so <clears throat> smart yeah so I love that I like the one day and I have to say shout out Steph who's always in our chat she said she used to call it a health day and she'd go to appointments for she and her spouse and then they get mm-hmm. it all done in one day and have a great lunch date too Ooh. So make it fun
0: That's such a great... By the way, we should social that out. I think that's like really great advice because now you're making sure your spouse is accountable too Mm -hmm. because one or the other Mm -hmm. is not going to want to go. For
1: sure. Kevin. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) It's
2: kind of like a date day with your spouse. Like if Laura and I could have a day off work together, even if we're doing not fun things, you still get that chance in the waiting room to catch up on
1: stuff. Totally. I love it. Maria, you want to have a go-to-doctor day with me? (laughs) Go-to-doctor day.
0: (laughs) I know, right? Um... Yeah, it's, it was it was a lot of like that kind of stuff. And you know, it was interesting too. So um, I was getting this like nasty, nasty headache and it wouldn't go away. And Kevin looked at me. He's like, you need to go see Vicki. Vicki Blaconis, who you've heard on this show before. If you haven't, you should go back and listen. She wrote this book called The Body Doesn't Lie. She's an osteopath. And I mean, she's like osteopath to the stars, like all the biggest stars. Anyway, scheduled an appointment with her last minute because... I just wasn't feeling better and he was like I think you need an adjustment and he's such a like intuitive too so I went and my one leg was like five inches longer than the other it was like crazy she's like Maria you are so messed up my neck was out of line my back was out of line and I could feel it when I was laying on my side I felt like something was stabbing me but my neck felt you know pretty good compared to when it's totally out so she adjusted me and we did some acupuncture and she did acupuncture for like all these different points, whether it was fear or anger or stress. And up until then, and for, I can't even recall when I ever didn't have it, but I was grinding my teeth so hard, chewing the insides of my mouth. Do you guys do that ever? I chew the insides, like your I cheeks? Bite my cheeks. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I don't really chew. Are you like... I just kind of, I suck in. I don't know why.
0: You don't like bite off the skin in there? No. Oh my God. Maybe (laughs) because it's all the vinegar too. Truly. Mm -hmm. But I am so tense in here all the time. Mm. And she, whatever she did with the acupuncture has released everything. And I feel so good. And I'm like protecting this so carefully. I did, of course, pick up heavy luggage, which was stupid to put it into the car and kind of pulled something in my upper rib. So I will have to go deal with that at some point out here. But, um, but I can't say enough about getting an adjustment and some acupuncture.
1: Good. I miss my acupuncture lady. Mm -hmm. She was a God. That's, that's something back to the doctor thing. I would do that. I wouldn't go to a normal doctor, but
0: I'd go see my acupuncturist. <laughs> yeah, but your acupuncturist can't tell you what your blood levels are and where your That's
2: true. stuff is. That's true. Yeah. But. I've never done acupuncture. Oh, it's the
1: best. I'd love to
2: try it. I'm sort of the opposite of Kelsey, where, like, I'm so by the books with my Mm -hmm. medicine. I feel like I'm just, like, the traditional American. Go to your appointments. But all the stuff I've been learning on this show has opened my mind a ton. Yeah. I'd love to try acupuncture.
1: Maria and I were chatting, though, yesterday about how you get anxiety Mm -hmm. during your acupuncture appointments. So... Well,
0: no. The one I did here I did because the way it was set up, it was, like, a little room down a hallway. And I thought he left to go outside to be with you. Mm. And... I was like, what if someone opens the door? And I'm just – because I have a fear security-wise. That's one of the things I deal with. And so now I've got needles in me and I'm vulnerable.
1: A million percent. So I was
0: Mm. terrified. So now when I do it again with him because he's really good – I'm going to make sure he locks the door when he leaves so that yeah. I know that the only person coming in is the person with the key, and then I will feel safe.
1: Mm-hmm. And I'll sit outside as guard dog. Yeah,
0: then I will feel safe. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, you know, if you don't go to the, the doctor and get your physical, you won't know. And a lot of people don't want to know, but that's not good either. Because <gasps> see, I know my A1C is high, mm-hmm. so I am making conscious decisions. I got mm-hmm. up, I moved this morning because physical activity will help bring it down. I'm cutting out the sugar in my coffee. I only did one, but guess what? That accumulated seven days a week. That was seven you know, teaspoons of sugar a week that I never did before, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Um, so you can make changes to prevent the bigger issues from coming down the line.
2: Totally. And the last thing I'll say about this, it's such a good point, Maria, is the empowerment you feel from knowing mm-hmm. is so much better than the anxiety you feel feel from waiting Ooh. and I know like you just mentioned Maria people st- sometimes they don't want to hear they're putting mm-hmm. it off because they don't want to hear the result but even if it's not exactly what you want to hear it feels really good to know yeah. and because then you can take action and it's like I think we talk about this on the show a lot but like finding ways that you can take power in your own life and feel empowered by your own personal choices because I know when you go get that physical I'm sure your results will be great and mm-hmm. fine but even if there's something you don't love Now you know, and now you have the tools to fix it. When you know better, you get better. That's right. Absolutely. So Kelsey
0: had an interesting week as well. And then I'll get to my parents too, because we did watch Borat together, which I know Jeff's horrified by. I love it. I can't wait to hear. The best was like, we were separated, which was, you know, after being together for three and a half months, 24 seven, which is odd enough, but I was in my tornado of everything, that when I first saw her, she's like, oh, my God, my mom says she likes the, she loves the Connecticut version of me better. Oh, yeah. She's like, I had like 50 mental breakdowns this week or whatever. And I'm like, what? That did happen.
1: That did happen. <laughs> um, yeah. I think, well, Deb initially told me that she liked Connecticut Kelsey better <laughs> when <laughs> I was on the phone with her driving home from your house and trying to find parking. <laughs> and I mean, parking in West Hollywood, Jeff, you know. Parking it's anywhere in it's a nightmare. Mm-hmm. And I was just bitching. And she, she was like, wow, I think I like Connecticut Kelsey better. It's <laughs> so <laughs> funny. That cracked me up. And then, yeah, I had a couple of moments where, in chatting with you and chatting with Kevin, I mean, shifting from us just, like, being complete, like, warriors freaking doing everything, like, constantly and keeping up with your speed here mm-hmm. and then going back to that speed, I was, like, struggling in this weird in-between of, like, oh, old life do I just need to do this oh no I still need to do this so I was having on top of the election which clearly was emotional for me it was a lot it was a lot and I was like it was a good test slash like teaser I think Mm -hmm. because now if I if I had stayed there if we had stayed I would have been fine I would have shifted but I think that I needed to see me being torn between those two places like the warrior and then back to just like normal chill life. Mm-hmm. Because I don't want to be in that chill life. I don't yeah. want to be in that space. So I think that now when we go back whatever in a couple months, I'll be like very conscious of it and have and I don't know. Does that does that make sense? It's yeah like
0: Well Kevin calls it like samurai versus civilian, right? right? So um and not in a negative way, but when you are trying to build something and you're going after your dream, it requires a focus. a laser focus and a hustle uh, that, you know, few people understand unless you're with someone who has been doing it. And Mm. so now you understand the differences. And I had told Kelsey when we thought we were going home back like in August, I said, you're going to have a great challenge when you have to transition back into your old life, trying to maintain the pace of this and fuse it with your old life. I said, you're going to see because That old Kelsey is gone, right? But you're going to go back and you're going to be... You're going to want to go back into that, Mm -hmm. right? And so, um, you know, it's it's, it's funny when you're working for high-functioning people and Kevin and I are high-functioning. We can do more than most can because we just have and we've operated at such a high level for so long. Mm -hmm. So for me... I get home, like <laughs> the differences ready. I get yeah. home to Connecticut. I'm unpacking. I'm breaking open all the boxes. I'm throwing everything in the trash. I'm getting the kitchen cleaned up so everything's ready for the next day. I'm running like a thousand miles an hour and this one's chilling in her robe on her bed. <laughs> Crying right? about Joe Biden. Crying about Joe Biden. I'm like <laughs> None of this is changing our lives right now. We have to like get right. set up for success because we have a mm-hmm. weeks of shows. We have all this stuff to do. Mm-hmm. And so that's samurai life, right? If you're mm-hmm. building and you want to grow and you want to win, you can't be chill like that. You can have your moments where you go meditate.
1: Right. And have your moments intentional to Intentional
0: Intentional, not just that slow totally. pace. Which totally. there's a beauty to, I told you, there's a beauty to... That chillness that you have that keeps that like spark in your eyes. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you have to, you have to manage that. Yep. Right. Yep. Because it's hard. And so you were like rickety. Oof. I was rickety going back because it was just, there was just, I mean, I don't know how you couldn't be rickety when your whole house is a mess. Yeah. Um, And you don't know where to kind of be. And I'm driving back and forth from my houses. I'm giving people, Kevin, you know, notes on things that are going wrong. I'm like, no, 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 not that. Oh, fix this. Let's do this. Let's do that. Um, And then, you know, trying to get my dad's appointments in and make sure he gets his flu shots. Like there were things that I know weren't going to get done unless I forced the issue. So pushing all of that stuff. Then I got home, by the way, Max was itching like crazy. Oh, yeah. And so I think he got fleas at the other property. And so, sent him, by the way, I don't know if I told you this, sent him to the groomer. He comes back. I put the um, advantage on him. Okay. (laughs) I put advantage for extra large dogs on. And within two days, I thought I saw like this gaping hole in his neck because there was something like really crusty and hard here. And Tamar was over, um, our celebrity dog trainer, who's on the show. Yeah. She's like, what's that? I go, oh, it's just he must have, like, gotten into something greasy over here or whatever. Then Kevin opened it up with some water, and I saw, like, this pus and this, like, hole. So we had to rush him to the doctor. In the interim, Kevin's like, do the research. I want to know what it is before I get there. And I'm looking up mange and all these crazy things. And I was like, okay, release the worst-case scenarios because there's no way any of that's happening. And let's just hope it's, you know, some kind of dermatitis or a flea thing or whatever. So they got them all cleaned up, and it was a hot spot, and it closed up really quick. But that was like Scary. doggy drama, and William was itching, so we had to take William to the vet. Oh, Lord. Yep. It was just like a crazy time. Max had a cone. It was Max cute. had his cone. <laughs>
1: he kept ramming into the wall,
0: and he wouldn't sleep with me. By the way, I was very upset because he was so used to like sleeping with my parents and protecting them now, and I was like, I felt like what, dude? Like you, you just forget about me like that? Like it's over. Um, but yeah, like reacquainting into life there wasn't easy for either of us. I Mm-mm. feel like, and and I found myself getting really stressed. Like I had my backpack because I had so many things to carry around, like my iPad and all that, and just trying to find something in that damn purse. Yeah. And I just yeah, a little thing like that yep. wound me up so high. Was, was like, same. And and thank God, Kevin. <laughs> Kevin's like. He's like you're so cute when you're angry. I'm like, "I am?" <laughs> He's like, "Yeah." He's like, "Little known fact, guys love little guys love it when you guys are bitches." And I go, "What?"
1: Oh my
0: god. And I go, "I don't want to be with myself right now. How do you want to be with me? But I couldn't wait to get <laughs> home here." Yeah. And we got home and it was like peaceful. I did have fun with my parents um whether it was taking my dad to his stuff um or uh watching Borat 2, which we did watch because We've gotten to that point in our relationship, and especially with my mom's cancer, where anything I can do to get a laugh out of them is worth it. So there are these, like, kind of dirty Greek terms that are, like, really forbidden to say. (laughs) But, like, the new generation of Greeks, the younger generation, has adopted them as, like, the cool way to say things. And so my parents were horrified by me. And I won't say it because for all of our Greek listeners, I will leave it into your minds because my parents will die if the Greek media ever found out. But anyway, I will say those things to my parents just to make them laugh. And my mom was so mad for so long. And now she's teaching the caretaker. (laughs) Oh, my God. And then she said, Maria, say it, say it. It was like when I first started mimicking her and Kevin's mom, because they both have really distinct uh, accents. And I love mimicking people. Um, she used to be so upset at it first, and then she would call from work and say, Maria, do it, do it. Talk like me. And so it was really funny. So Borat too, yes, anytime a penis was shown, my parents would <laughs> hysterically lose their shit. Like hysterically. And they just, <laughs> I kept having to pause it and be like... I'm just reminding you in case you don't know this is a real life scenario <laughs> these people really think this is real the debutante scene they're drinking Oof. their bedlights they they're high society you know expecting a father daughter dance and this is real and they they couldn't <laughs> even take it so the next day when the caretaker showed up to help my mom I said mom do you want to watch um, Borat 2 with Adele yes maria
2: Put it on.
1: <laughs> I so they watched that. it again? No way. Well, she That's did. That's so sweet. Yeah. Oh,
2: you're funny. very brave. We we chose... I don't have quite that relationship with my in-laws. Um, <laughs> funny, Laura and I, if anyone's on Netflix, maybe you'll relate. We chose a movie called The Holiday now when oh. you hear the name of that movie what would you expect
0: it's like two people going out like on holiday like a christmas dinner kind of thing but not like on a, christmas like a december 15th holiday date.
2: wait yeah but like a feel-good hallmark yeah right? yeah, yeah. sweet this movie was the dirtiest movie i've ever seen in my life it's interesting it's it's worth watching because it wasn't bad but just not an in-law watch for sure wait what um, like who's it so a lot of people, um, Emma Roberts. Oh, Jeff, I watched.
1: I watched it too. Was it really it that, wasn't dirty. that dirty? I mean, for Jeff
2: watching it with his in-laws, yeah. it was the
1: dirtiest movie ever. I watched it with my roommate. We were both like, "Meh." But like,
2: Kelsey all the f words? Did you see like, penises? All the jokes about no. like the blow Did and you see the- penises? No. Did Say you see again? Vaginas
0: or Penises? No.
2: <laughs> there was no Vaginas or Penises. But <laughs> that Cal's would be feet. the dirtiest movie ever, Jeff. A true, true. But like, there was a you, lot Jeff. of really frank and graphic sex talk. Did you feel like it was no. edgy or am I crazy? Not at <laughs> all.
1: But I also like, I have a relationship with my family like Maria does. Like, no. That that was just meh. Nah. But we was... were
0: like you, Jeff, yeah. before all of this. <laughs> we were like you. My parents, we didn't even talk about bras, like my mom and I. Like, <laughs> we were very like... Not like that, but then you know shit changes, and so. But I watched Bridesmaids with my parents. Such a good movie. No, Love, right? guys, are you kidding me? That, that was movie. dirty ass too. It is. And beginning. Horrifying. I was like, uh, uh, like that was maybe one of the first ones I watched with my parents that was a little inappropriate. <laughs> but and they're cracking up laughing, and I'm like, this is so uncomfortable. So funny. but it's funny because <laughs> there are people too. At some point, you realize yeah. like they're people too they had sex clearly and they know all about it
2: um.
1: <laughs> they're people too <laughs> but no that's funny jeff because i really thought it was kind of like a meh, kind of weak lame movie <laughs> that's so funny i
2: feel so prudish well no, i'll be curious if you saw holiday let me know in the comments if i'm crazy or if y'all i crazy. mean we'll watch it we We're
0: um at- i started watching the boys Two with kevin yes um which was by the way that gets really sexual too like yeah. crazy. Like one of the scenes I just saw last night, I was like, whoa. Hey now. Um, <laughs> but if you're not watching The Boys, oh man, it's like my new Breaking Bad. It's so freaking good. It's like it was Breaking Bad, the Game of
2: Thrones, mm. and
0: now it's The Boys.
2: So, Maria, I have to ask first of all, amazing show. If I <sighs> have to second what you're saying, you're in season two. When you're watching the show and you just, dis- you escape into mm-hmm. it, right? You disappear into a show that you love. When you see yourself, does it pull you right back out and you're thinking of your day on set?
0: Yeah, I didn't know when I was on, so when it happened, I kind of went, and then when you're watching the scene, you're kind of like, it's almost like, did I do good? Did I do good? And then they're like, oh, that was good. Okay, that was good. Good oh, yeah, oh, job, oh. Yeah. And then Kevin's cheering and he's like smashing like the air, you know, his fist <laughs> in the air. He's like,
2: yeah, he was so excited. That's so, awesome. Yeah, it was fun. Well it is like, a great spot for you. I have to, you know, I have to just credit you. I'm someone who loves good actors and good performances. And like you totally disappear in the show. Like you are doing your job. I know you're playing a host, but I would guess that acting as a host and being a host are different.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, I think that I did more acting than let's say, like a Nancy was just like a straight host, like reading mm-hmm. her host thing. Um, I actually got an opportunity to like kind of do a little bit more, you yeah. know. So cool. So it was fun. So I really, cool. really, really enjoyed it. It's a great it. scene. Your name's all over it, too, which is fun. Yeah. I know. Maria Menunos, when he yeah. ever said my name, Kevin died. Like Kevin gets so proud. He was so excited. Um, so it was really fun. That's awesome. Yeah.
1: I got to watch it. I
0: haven't started it. Oh, it's so good. I know. It's, it's really good. So good. good. Um, okay. Lastly, I think, uh, you know, Kelsey and I have a big week here. My parents are coming soon. So, you know, for everything that I did to prep this house for them, there's still so much to do. We we got here and yesterday I was like we have to go to TJ Maxx. We got to go get stuff. So, we went to TJ Maxx yesterday and one of my favorite stores, by the way. Great and story. loaded up because the caretaker is going to need her own space and her own room. So, I had to set up a new room that we just painted and got all ready. And I got like her, I kept the motif really fun, like light gray and pink. So cute. And so I did like a light gray faux fur rug. I did like a, you know, faux fur like big pillows. So she's comfy and gray towels. And they had these like cute Donna Karen marbly um, soap soap dispensers Mm -hmm. and stuff. So I put that in there and I didn't realize that the floor was marbly. So that was actually Perfect. perfect. And so, and I got like this beautiful plant, this like, fake fig tree what was it is yeah it, it looks like a
1: little fig tree I don't know it looks great whatever it's it is so cute
0: anyway so when I'm showing Kevin
1: I go well, look honey I got her this
0: tree he's like more clutter clutter <laughs> and I'm like Kevin no girls like these things like yeah. we like a plant it makes us feel good yeah. you're a dude you just want your bowl of cereal and your TV and your recliner like right cool we respect that we have other
1: needs we need like furry things and glittery things and pretty things totally no it was a lot of fun in tj maxx i'm not gonna lie so this was me (laughs) buying the whole store i had two carriages packed
0: to the rim jeff and i'm carrying a hamper Mm -hmm. so i'm like physically holding the hamper and the carriage and i'm trying to wheel it and this really nice woman in the store i was like i had control of this earlier i don't know what's happening she's like you're doing great and i was like thanks for the (laughs) vote of confidence so much so funny so i just kept laughing through the store and being like uh hi this is marie Manunos buying out all of tj maxx thank
2: you just walking through the store
1: (laughs) but it's gonna be so cute
2: yeah for laura it's target but it's and she loves Mm -hmm. tj maxx too but it's like actual therapy for her like i'm like is this healthy Where like if she's upset she'll be crying she's like i should go to target oh
1: my god i I love Kevin's like
0: that kevin's an an emotional
2: target person
1: i yeah i am too but
2: like sometimes she just needs to walk through the aisles and just like be in there i'm like Laura, I don't know if this is healthy. We'll talk about it later, but let's just go to...
1: Mine's... It. <laughs> well, it used to be. Maybe not so much anymore. Mine would be like Nordstrom or Whole Foods. Yeah. yeah or Tr- Trader Joe's.
2: So Just like,
1: I don't even have to get anything. Just walking through. I'm like, this is so happy.
0: <laughs> it's so strange to me because I hate shopping. Always have. Uh, so if you see me in a store, I'm moving at lightning speed because I have to do so many things and I don't want my time eaten up. At Whole Foods or Stop and Shop or wherever I'm food yeah. shopping, big Y. Big Y. Um, Shout out. And even in TJ Maxx, I was like, this, 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 hustle, hustle, hustle. Kelsey's just like, boop a doop, doo doo She was like, do you want me to go and do the food shopping? I'm like, not unless I wanna go
1: home like the right. next week. <laughs> like, no, I'm going in because I will be out in 10 minutes. No, it was more. Like I, yeah. I came back with like 14 notebooks. I was like, Mary, which notebook should I get, yeah. though? And she's yeah. like,
0: none. I have one. Put them this back. This is Kelsey. Kelsey goes in the store. She wants to buy everything. She comes to me and says, OK, so I really need a notebook just for me. And I go, no. I have one. It's brand new. I wrote in one page. I'm giving it to you. You're not wasting your money on that. And then she's like, OK, I need. And I go, no, you don't. Nope. No, you don't. Like every, it was Truly. like I just like burst the ball. I'm Like you don't need that. You don't need that. You don't need that. Because then later, when you need a doctor appointment, you're going to cry. You don't have money because you just so bought true. all this stupid shit. So you true. you didn't need.
1: Because I bought a water bottle that was only ten ounces bigger than the one I had. <laughs> like, <yeah. laughs> She's like, I need a water bottle.
0: I go, you have a Hydro Flask. No, but I need like another water. I go, no, I have a Dunkin' Donuts one. It's amazing. It's super chic, by the way. It's so Love cute. My black. Wait, is it right here? Let me
1: pull it up for the for the folks at home.
0: Yeah. roll? Yeah. I love that Dunkin' Donuts mug, thermos, whatever you call that thing. But um, anyhow, yes, I am the one who prevents Kelsey from yeah. wasting every penny of her dollars. Uh-huh. I don't true. know what she's gonna do without me. It's true. <laughs> Go bankrupt.
1: I'm gonna call you every five minutes. <laughs> it's, so, it's actually funny. I would like someone to analyze this because I'm actually a really good saver mm-hmm. and I have been my whole life. I've always worked, I've always saved, but I do, I am a consumer too. So I'm not quite sure how that but works. But how much
0: have you been saving in the last year?
1: A decent amount. You actually. save stuff. Yes. Oh yeah. Wow. I always like I always take money out of my check and put it. I have every week you every take week. money out of your
2: check. Yep. Good for you, yeah. Jeff. Do you yeah. do that? Yeah. It's we have been actually. We finally got our IRAs, so we're like becoming adults, and it's Good. the first thing we yeah. put it away. What so about we're the Vanguard account?
1: Why are you guys? Not I need doing to do the Vanguard. Vanguard accounts. I have a Roth. That's an IRA, right? Yeah. I, have I
2: need well that's why we we are going to bring on AJ Gupta um to talk about the between mm-hmm. Roth IRA and Vanguard and he can help yeah, us unpack. That. I think well the Vanguard is the
0: um S&P 500 so it's you own okay. like 500 of the you know main companies in the stock market and that we, always we do have... like 97% of the time outperforms any mutual fund or any individual stocks. So if you do $20 a week Yeah. Um, I think it was over the course of 20 years, might be 40, but it was, I think it's 20, you end up with $320,000. And if you do $100 a week, it's 2.2 million. That's insane. Just because of the process of compounding. So if you're, if you're saving money every week, Mm -hmm. you need to be doing it in this because this will continue to multiply and And then you'll be rich and you'll be like, Maria, well, how much do you want to borrow and I'll be like I just want to buy this one notebook could I borrow some money Kelsey because you now have more money than me because you did things right but I I love I I will say I am notoriously like a Mm non-spender even though I do have some nice things that I have spent on but that was really out of force like Mm -hmm. Kevin made me buy I have two two nice bags he made me buy the second one he goes you are not Feeling your work because you work so hard and you're so cheap with yourself Mm -hmm. he's like you buy nice things for everybody else but not for yourself and so out of force i've bought some nice things like even my car i wasn't gonna buy my car when i love it so full disclosure i have a convertible porsche i was going to buy the jeep wrangler it was between those two things that's insane and kevin goes (laughs) maria you can get a jeep anytime you want he goes you need to get this you worked really hard yeah this is your moment to enjoy it." it No, and no, I. I love Jeeps. I, uh, I, I, but you always
1: wanted a convertible.
0: I love convertibles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yes. And I mean, the car was ridiculous, of course. But I was like, I'm not spending that. That's crazy. He goes, if you don't, just know I'm going to the. I'm going to buy it for you, anyway. <laughs> so oh. just say yes now, and let's call it a day and get it done. We're in the dealership. I was like, okay, fine. So out of force, I've done it. But I am so mm-hmm. a non-consumer. I'm married to a very big consumer. <laughs> who said he was reforming his ways. And I believe him, but um, but I'm the extreme example.
1: Yeah, you are. But it's good. It's good I would marriage. still
0: have every dollar I ever earned if it was up to me.
1: I like that. Well, no, because there's,
0: there is a balance need, that needs need, to happen. Like yeah. My balance is having to invest in myself mm-hmm. because I wouldn't have, which means probably wouldn't have had the career I had or have if Kevin didn't push me to invest in myself I would have been cheap and so Mm -hmm. um, you know there is a balance that needs to be had Mm -hmm. I am just like my dad my dad was like crazy saver hated spending and so I got it from him and Kevin and my mom are very similar with you know my mom's not some big spender or anything she never bought anything like really nice but she you know loved to go to Marshalls and TJ Maxx yeah. and buy
1: stuff and things like Isn't that. Isn't that funny? I always feel like there's one, and maybe not in every family, but most family there's one that's, I mean, my dad was ooh, so cheap. Like, mm-hmm. we'd be like, Doug, we'd be on vacation. It's like, come <laughs> on now. Like, yeah. we're already in Italy. We'd have to stay in this scary janky hotel where, where we're going to get killed. And I'd be
0: like, well, we're not even going to be in there. Like, <laughs> we're just going to be out. And that like, was him. Let's <laughs> spend the money over here yes. and, like, I could just leave our stuff there and, you know, yeah. buy so our shoes. Always I'm one. kidding. <laughs> but,
1: you do have to oh, find balance.
2: What we'll have to do is it's a love language is gift giving and receiving. Mm-hmm, and for mm-hmm. some people, that's how they feel love is through stuff. And that's not necessarily good or bad. You have to monitor it. But I do want to bring on a love language expert because, yes. you know, there's the five love languages. Yeah. And I found that Laura and I, we just speak different love languages. I don't really care about gifts, but I love words of affirmation and quality time. Like if you like Laura's best Christmas gift to me could be like, let's go have a picnic and I'll tell you how proud I am of you whereas for me but that's just me and for her like if I if I did a really nice favor and got her something she loves that means so much so so does that that apply to everybody Jeff
0: like am I off the hook for a nice Christmas gift this year and if I just say hey Jeff let's go to a picnic I'm gonna tell you how amazing you are as a producer and better together (laughs) <laughs>
2: That's it. That's all I mean. truly
1: though i don't i'm kind don't of similar i'm actually. like you
2: maria it's yeah i like time i like experiences so we yeah. should bring on a mm-hmm. love language expert to unpack that yes
0: yeah. i do love gifts like when i get a nice gift my lawyer kevin yorn shout out always gets me the best gifts ever like the best gifts i remember every gift over the last 20 yeah. years he's gotten me because they've been outstanding like show-stopping gifts
1: See, and yeah. I like are they are they gifts that you're like I would never in,
0: ever in a million years buy from exactly myself. those are the never
1: best gifts and yeah. people who know you so well that they were listening like two months ago when you said you wanted that but you were never gonna buy yeah. it those are the I like I like gift giving I'm kind of like Jeff though in the way that yeah. like I like getting gifts I think it's awesome but I'm kind of an experienced person I mean freaking yeah. let's go to New York and have a. A dinner, and you're like, "Yeah, you rock." I'm like, "Yeah, that's all I need." I actually,
0: I um, so I had promised my mom if she quit sugar because at one point it was really hard for her to do it. I was like, "If you quit, mom," because I knew it was like such a big part of her, like Mm -hmm. beating this cancer. If you quit sugar, I will buy you anything you want at Louis Vuitton. And so she did. And then when the time came for me to go buy the bag, it was this moment. We were oh, it was before Thanksgiving last year, and it was. Literally the craziest day and we had so much left to do and I couldn't do I looked at her I go mom I can go and she goes no Maria it's not important don't worry and she didn't she just like laughed it off well then COVID hits after we get home from the holidays whatever we had COVID in February by the time I got home from all my travel at Super Bowl and I had to go to New Orleans COVID hit I was like if I don't get this woman her bag I'm gonna like never feel Mm -hmm. good and so um, we had a little hiccup in her health like a couple months ago where I was like oh this might not be good and I just thought to myself if I don't buy her this bag and I bought my shitty evil bosses all Louis Vuitton Yep, you know who you are uh, if I <laughs> bought all of them just to be nice to me right I, I, this was like my begging for them to be nice to me I okay. went to Louis Vuitton bought them real Louis Vuittons just to be nice to me Um I will never forgive myself if my mom didn't get one who worked her ass off her whole life and then also believed in me so much that she gave me her every second she had in her spare time uh, outside of keeping my dad alive and dealing with all my brother's madness and of course working full-time jobs so i finally so the best was the one day i was in Beverly Hills i um i went it was i think it was ta- i took my dad to the dentist that was his equivalent of a couple bags. But anyway, yeah. um, uh, I went to go get my mom her bag. And the, the road was blocked. And I go, "Um, the stores are open, right? And they're like, nope. And it was because of all the election stuff. They had shut everything down. Oh, so yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. really? Really? I'm not going to be able to get her this bag? So then I went back again the next day. And they were open. And so I got her the cutest bag. And she was so happy. Oh. She was like, "We." she opened it. And she goes, oh wow literally was her reaction it was so sweet she's so cute
1: she's the cutest I can say Jeff too because I was there witnessing she was so excited yeah she was just ugh it was a really beautiful moment you could just tell she was just like thank you Maria I know After after I left
0: she goes where I was leaving to go to bed and she goes Maria thank you every night she says thank you Maria for everything you do I don't know how I got so lucky to have you. And I melt every freaking time. And I was like, Mom, you did for us so much. And it's like,
2: yeah, I can't. It's beautiful, Maria. It
1: really is. And she she is lucky to have you. She really is. And they were, I do have to say too, I mean, seeing both she and your dad and like... (laughs) they're doing well like she's doing well yeah and it's exciting it's exciting to look at her and i feel like i've been on this kind of crazy journey with you and when she's been a couple months ago when she wasn't good and now Mm -hmm. she's she's here yeah and she knows what she's saying and she's witty and she's on it and she's so it was nice Mm -hmm. to see her in that space and i know it's hard but you i know
0: It was crazy because I was like, please, God, I just, can we get one more holiday out of her? I
1: know. And she's doing well, Mm -hmm. luckily. Like,
0: you you know, she's excited to come back home. She knows it's going to give her more life. And, Mm -hmm. but you just look at her or I look at her and I, I like guys, it's been over four years. So I'm, we're blessed with what she has, but I look at her and I can't believe she's the same woman. Like who she was and who she is. And she's so young. It's like, she's 66. She got this when she was 62. You just can't believe that this woman was getting 20,000 steps a day and now she can barely get 10. I know. You know, it's really, really hard. And I know it's going to be hard for our family when they see her for the first time in this last year or 14 months. You know, when she was here last Thanksgiving, she did get up and she danced at the church Mm -hmm. dance and... You know the next couple of days she had a harder time moving because mm. I had done some real good healing sessions with John Amaral and Gabby and um, this healer from Italy I had like packed our schedule with healers just before she flew and I think that had such an incredible impact on her and then little by little she you know got a little slower and it was a little more challenging to walk but now it's really challenging mm. to walk so I'm like scheduling everybody again before she flies to, you know, hopefully, yeah. you know, get her in the strongest shape possible. But it's going to be hard for everybody to to see that, too, I think. Um, but it's
2: oh, man, it's hard. I want to say, though, Maria, I don't know if you need to hear this, but I am I am really proud of you. I mm-hmm. I know it's a really complicated journey with her, especially to be away, but it's so clearly the right choice right now, you know, and I know you're hearing a lot of voices of people not necessarily saying that, but like it is I just think you're handling it beautifully and think of how much with that diagnosis think of how much you've gotten out you know it's a lot you've been so thoughtful and intentional and I know it's not perfect or easy but I don't know if you need to hear I'm really proud of the way you've handled it thank
1: Mm -hmm. you thank you and I also just about just to piggyback that too I know that it's it's been hard for you and I know that trolls are trolls we can ignore them but people have been like why aren't you with your parents why aren't you with that and it's just like and it's gross and it's annoying and it's like I want to say I'm proud of you too for also taking this time to focus on you a little bit and it's not that you're letting them go you're still literally constantly I mean I watch you like helping them through every single move but you're also now taking the time that you have never taken for you yeah so I think that that's a really cool journey that you're learning how to kind of balance that and you're doing that as well so I commend you for that and it's like I look at that I'm like okay like you give you make me like I want to be like that so Mm
0: -hmm. well it it was inadvertent for sure but I don't think anything is spontaneous like that I mean I think God kind of planned this out this way and I'm just going with the flow of it because you know we talk about it on the show all the time but you have to matter too Mm -hmm. and I have my own stuff I have to deal with Mm-hmm. So, you know, you have to matter too. Mm-hmm. And that's what we talk about on the show. And what I I'm trying to live by example for everybody. You know, you can't just go down with the ship sometimes, like you mm-hmm. have to lift, lift yourself up. And I watch a lot of people who are caretaking that go down with the ship. And sometimes you have few options. I know I have more options. The fact that I can even have a caretaker. I know I'm blessed to be able to have somebody that can relieve us of, you know, that amount of time of having to do that kind of stuff. And I know a lot of people don't have that. And I think it's funny. I think at some point we will build a better together um, foundation. And that's going to be what I focus on is, is getting money to help people get those caretakers. And I'm realizing it right now in that moment, in this moment, because we had a conversation briefly last night about taking our old 501c3 and doing something with Better Together and now I just realized what it is. It's that. Wow. Because caretaking is such a crisis in our country. A lot of people go bankrupt just with that. And insurance companies find it too challenging to offer that as an insurance. That was something I had thought about a long time ago to deal with with Grant Mm -hmm. actually. Mm -hmm. I mean we can talk about that with him this weekend when we see him. but. Finding a way to buy into insurance should you ever need a caretaker would be amazing. They used to have them, but they found them not financially uh, successful models for them. But that leaves the rest of us stuck when we need it. And um, it's it definitely takes your health down, too, when you have to caretake and you have to do you know the brunt of the work. So that's what we'll do I think that I love that that better together part of our foundation we'll focus on that I think that's going to be cool so cool yay I love well hey this was an extra long Monday funday chat but it ended in a good place Mm -hmm. because I think that is going to be such a cool mission
1: I agree
2: (sighs) I mean yeah it's the best foundations come from personal experience because when you see something in yourself that people need, mm-hmm. you give it. So I think that is the coolest. Yeah, me too. I'm excited. Well, let's like, get off the
0: show and go build this. Uh, guys, yes. <laughs> thank you as always
2: for joining us. If you
0: love the show, please help us get the word out. We really rely on word of mouth. And um, as we said, we work really hard to bring you this show every day and bring you these incredible guests. So anything you can do to help spread the word and share, uh, this would be great leave us a uh, comment on Apple Podcasts. We're seeing that grow. And thank you so much to everybody who is sharing there and letting us know how we're doing. You can also leave them on YouTube as well and uh, pretty much anywhere you're listening or watching. Uh, And thank you, by the way, shout out to our Patreon members who um, sent in some videos letting Mm -hmm. us know how the show is helping them. So thank you. Tomorrow, we are going to be chatting with the acclaimed author and gut health expert, Dr. Frank Lipman, about his new book, The New Rules of Aging. So you can learn some easy life hacks to slow down the inevitable process of aging that we all face. And it's not just aging like wrinkles. It's aging health-wise you know one of the things that was really kind of big for me was realizing we all know that our bodies change right and we look at it as such a um kind of physical thing like a vanity thing like oh after 40 your body just you know shit's the bed and you get <laughs> chubbier and you can't lose the weight as easy we're looking at it from that perspective but the underlying causes of all of that will help you understand how to fix that and how to do better and what I loved about the book, I read it on the plane ride from LA to Connecticut, is it's so bite-sized and so simple, and uh, I like simple and bite-sized. Mm-hmm. So it was really easy to get through, and I've already started implementing a lot of his tips and techniques into my life. And it was some of it was good reminders, some of it was stuff I had never thought about. So uh, I think it's going to be a really incredible episode. I will um, hope you guys will join us for that tomorrow. In the meantime, follow us at Better Together with Maria. At Jeffrey Kringram, at Kelsmeyer, too. And remember, be nice people, make good choices, and be present. Hey, Heal Squad, we have been on quite the journey together, and we're hearing from so many of you just how much this show is helping you heal and get better. And it makes us feel so good. We love, love, love it. And we just ask that you don't keep it to yourself, spread the message, and share the show.